Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. America faces a choice. This is Battleground America. Here's Tara Servatius. How profoundly corrupt is our federal justice system? It shocks the conscience and apparently also shocks the editorial staff of the UK Daily Mail, where day after day the corruption inside our federal judicial system is the top story. You will barely find it covered here. But this, this takes the cake. And it answers a lot of questions that I've been asked over the years. Namely, where are the federal whistleblowers? From inside the FBI, inside the Department of Justice. Well, now we have an answer. They're under investigation for daring to point out to their superiors that Joe Biden has clearly committed a multitude of felonies. Listen to this story. There's a federal prosecutor by the name of Bud Cummins. He works for the Department of Justice. He did just yeoman's work with Ukrainians documenting Joe Biden's multiple felonies, bribery, money laundering in great detail. So he takes his work to his boss, the federal attorney for the Southern District of New York, Jeff Berman. He expects probably a promotion. I mean, this is the the case of a lifetime you've got joe biden for selling the country out when he's a vice president or so prosecutor cummins thought as it turns out joe biden wasn't investigated at all no starting in 2008 when he turned over the detailed bribery allegations complete he says he's a whistleblower now complete he says with how the biden's in particular joe biden transferred the money through a whole network of LLCs. He thought Joe would be investigated. No, no. The department, the agency, the Department of Justice turned around and investigated him. Quote, he says, it doesn't make much sense to investigate the guy who brings you the allegation rather than the allegation. But that's exactly what the DOJ did to Cummins. He says, that they never responded to his emails. Fuck, this is a federal prosecutor, not some hack in the office. He says they even went so far as to obtain data from his iPhone via a grand jury subpoena to Apple. They wanted to know where he was getting this evidence of Joe Biden's crimes so they could bury it. Folks, this is a shocking, alarming level of corruption. The article, if you want to read it for yourself, in the UK Daily Mail 
is Joe Biden's bribery allegations were bought to the DOJ in 2018. Folks, they've covered this up for five years. Think about this. Five years. Joe Biden wouldn't even run for president until 2020. They knew it the whole time and they buried it. You know what else this means? Think about this. 2018, that's smack in the middle of the Trump administration. This stuff was buried by Bill Barr. Remember Bill Barr? who, by the way, is straight out of the Bush cabal. He was very good friends with Daddy Bush. Remember Bill Barr saying that he kept information on the Bidens hidden for the Republicans in the Senate because he wanted Joe Biden to have a fair election? This is what he hid? This is what they do? They investigate a prosecutor who dares to bring evidence of Biden's crimes? Folks, this justice system at the federal level, it's lost. I mean, it's... It's got to be dismantled brick by brick. There's no other way to save the Republic. How bad is it? It's almost hilariously bad because our system is now known to be so corrupt. You literally have members of Congress like Representative James Comer, who's been investigating Biden, threatening the DOJ not to indict Hunter before Wednesday when they can bring all this material from the federal prosecutor who was persecuted and investigated forward. They're afraid they'll cut a deal with Hunter. Ah, yeah, plea deal. Now we'll drop the rest of the charges, blah, blah, blah. And they won't go after the charges that lead back to Joe. So Comer, literally because our justice system is so corrupt, actually had to say a thing like this. We've never heard this in the U.S. before. Third world regimes, maybe, but not the U.S. Do not indict Hunter Biden before Wednesday. When you have the opportunity to see the evidence that the House Oversight Committee will produce with respect to the web of LLCs, with respect to the number of adversarial countries that this family influence peddled in, what they're looking at charging Hunter Biden on is a, is a slap on the wrist. Senator Ted Cruz explained why the Republicans are afraid of not so serious charges for Hunter Biden. I think the Biden Department of Justice is going to end up indicting Hunter. But if they indict him just for the gun crime or just for a tax crime, they're going to try to explain it as he's a he's a troubled soul. He's got substance abuse issues. That will be the tell if they focus on individual crimes to Hunter and they seal off what makes this a matter of public concern, which is the connection to Joe Biden. Now contrast that with the other issue Republicans aren't dealing with. And that's the fact that Donald Trump is going to prison. I get shocked reactions when I say that. And it shocks me that anyone thinks he's not going to spend the rest of his life in prison. Let me say this for starters. Trump did nothing wrong. And it doesn't matter. Let me lay out the road ahead for Trump. He's currently facing trials starting in January, which just happens to be when the campaign kicks off, for 37 felonies in New York. Pretty much the right and the left agree For the most part, these charges are ridiculous. But what nobody's talking about is it doesn't matter. What matters is the partisan makeup of the jury pool. And this jury will be over 70% Democrat by voting because it's in New York. In fact, as Hunter Biden's lawyer said, and the UK Daily Mail was all over it because they know what it means. Hunter Biden's lawyer has been bragging in the last week in the UK Daily Mail that Trump will be arrested three more times. He's right. He will be. All three arrests and all three trials 
will be in deep blue judicial districts where the jury pool will be overwhelmingly Democrat. Let's start in blue Fulton County, Georgia, where the prosecutor, Fannie Willis, all but announced she's going to indict Trump this summer last week. She's going to indict him and arrest him on charges related to Trump's efforts to overturn the results of the election. She's already got nine people to testify against him. That's what happened this week. She offered immunity deals and eight are said to be willing to take them to the, quote, fake electors who convened to declare Donald Trump the winner in the state of the 2020 presidential election. She's offered immunity deals to nine total. One is taken at the other eight say they will. Immunity in exchange for what? No testimony against Trump. After which she turned around and announced she'd be making her charging decision this summer. If she's given out the immunity deals, it's set. They're going to testify against Trump. That's a felony level case in a blue, deep blue county. Trump won't withstand it. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. But like Houdini, should he somehow slip out of that cage underwater? There's two more waiting for him. One will be a federal criminal trial regarding the classified documents. The other one will be a seditious conspiracy trial in Washington, D.C., where the jury pool voted for Biden at a 93% rate. It doesn't matter what the evidence is or how shoddy or what a joke the case is. They will convict. Our side probably didn't notice the victory lap being taken last week by Andrew Weissman. He led the Mueller team, their persecution on fake Russia collusion charges against Trump. Yeah, he dropped a big hint. See, last week, the Dems were super excited they had managed to get seditious conspiracy convictions against January 6th defendants in the rigged D.C. courts. They were excited because they'd gotten these convictions despite meeting none of the requirements of the criminal statute. They couldn't even prove planning in on January 6th, yet they were able to convict several January 6ers, never mind that one wasn't even in the city and one was in prison at the time and nobody exchanged any specifics about raiding the Capitol. That's what the victory was about. What it proved to them is they need no evidence to indict and convict Trump and that Trump's indictment is coming. That's what Andrew Weissman said in his tweet. Quote, Proud Boys verdict. Huge win for government in our democracy. Domestic terrorism group unleashed by the former president held to account. Makes charging the leader of the seditious conspiracy one Donald J. Trump imperative. When that comes from one of the Department of Justice's lead federal prosecutors and the head federal prosecutor on the Mueller investigation, he's telling you what's coming. What does this mean? The first trial, the Stormy Daniels New York one, begins in January. They will try him throughout his campaign. And the Democrats, through their Democrat judges, will have absolute total control over that campaign. They can gag Trump. They can jail Trump. 
They can decide what states he can go to and which states he cannot. They can decide what, if anything, he can talk about. But Tira, the charges in New York are ridiculous. Even some left-wingers have said they have no merit. Again, you're not understanding. This is not the judicial system we had. This is the one we have now. All that matters is the makeup of the jury. Suppose one Republican snuck on the jury, right? You need an anonymous uh, vote to convict. Oh, they'll convict if they want to continue to have a job. They'll convict if they don't want to be harassed for the rest of their lives, given where they live. But believe me, these prosecutors are too smart to let a Republican slip onto that jury. And if they don't get them, they got three more cases to do it by Election Day. How do you know this is the plan of the left? Well, if you read the stuff they put out like this in Politico, this headline, Can Trump Run for President from Prison? Yes, and it's been done before. He could follow the playbook of socialist firebrand Eugene V. Debs, who in 1920 received nearly a million votes while behind bars. But seriously, folks, Republicans need to begin to get real about this. Odds are pretty high that by Election Day, even though it'll be unfair and totally fake, Donald Trump will be a convicted felon. Any one of these cases, and yes, in one of the four he will be convicted, will likely put him in prison for the rest of his life. It's unfair. No, it's actually grotesque. But it's also reality, no matter how outrageous it may be. Republicans need to come up with the plan for this because our only other viable candidate, at least right now, uh, who would be Ron DeSantis, is currently being destroyed by Trump and other members of the party, including Kevin McCarthy. We may need him or someone else. So we need a plan. We need a realistic plan for what happens when Donald Trump is in prison, possibly by February. At up until what point can we replace him on the ballot? Do we want to replace him? Or can we run with a guy who's in prison? Or with a guy literally whose entire campaign is consumed by trials? A guy who will be on trial in one of the four trials most of the campaign. Now, look, that might make our side just love him more. It might rally our side, but we don't have enough votes to win. We've got to win the middle, too. I'm not sure if they're going to go for this. I, I really don't know. This is why we need to have a debate about this. We need to talk about it because it is our reality. Oh, and the other reality we need to talk about, our justice system, it's gone. See, the problem is that D.C. is so blue. 93% went for Biden. So... Anybody who goes to Congress ends up subject to the D.C. court system. Anybody can be hauled in and tried this way. Anybody can be put before a jury so partisan that just being Republican is enough to convict you. The details of your crimes, irrelevant. That is what we're going to watch Trump go through next. I wish it wasn't so. I wish I could change it. He doesn't deserve it. He deserves a medal for what he's put up with so far. But it's our reality. And it's coming. And it's going to be unlike anything you've ever seen. Oh, and if you're thinking, well, Biden's so popular, Trump will beat him anyway from prison in a fair race? Probably could. Here's the thing, though, folks. I mean, we just had a poll just, just now come out. 58% of Democrats don't want Biden as the nominee. 70% of Americans don't. He's not going to be the nominee, y'all. 
He's not. They're going to replace him. In fact, we're probably going to help them replace him because James Comer and the Republicans are about to take him down for crime so serious that if you've noticed in the last week, not a single Democrat has stepped up to defend him. Normally, they stick together, especially in crime. They're not anymore. Why? Because the walls are closing in around Joe Biden because he refuses to step down. He refuses to duck out of the race. They're going to take him out. That's why all this stuff is happening. So whoever Trump runs against, understand it's not going to be Joe Biden. It's going to be someone far more popular than Joe Biden. We need a plan for all of this. We need to acknowledge reality. Can we run and win? I don't know the answer. Can we run and win with a candidate who's either in prison or on trial? Terra Servatius. Please subscribe on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Share with friends, family, and other free thinkers. Thanks for listening. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.